0: Sorry I'm late, I was masturbating. <laughs> oh my god, coming out is hard. I owe my bisexuality to TikTok. What the fuck? Let's begin. Welcome to In Bed With Alexa. I am so fucking excited to have you here to finally start this project, this journey. I have been sharing a lot of on my instagram you helped out pick my profile picture and i'm just so grateful for all the support that you have shown in the interest i have been wanting to do this for a while and i'm just so happy that you're all here i'm very grateful so thank you okay what is this podcast about if you are new i want to talk about non-monogamy being queer Dating, relationships, communication, squirting, masturbation, gender. Anywhere from like how to be more confident with your average size penis to become amazing at sex parties and how to approach people, how to pick up women, the squirting techniques, fingering, communication, consent, all of it. I wanna talk about everything. And that might not be great because like I maybe should niche it down, but I love talking about everything and it seems like you love listening about everything. So listening to the episodes that resonate with you the most, I poured my heart and soul into all of it. So let's begin. A little bit about me. I'm obviously Alexa, the person behind this podcast and my Instagram, Sex with Alexa, I started it almost four years ago as a hobby during COVID. I knew I wanted to have a page. I was just going to wait until after I graduated from my master's. But I was bored at home like most of us. And I started it. And by the time I started my master's, I was getting like free gifts from brands and so on. I also had like 3k followers. And then by the time I graduated from my master's, I was making a living from it. Luckily, because I do not work well with authority, that's Brad and in me. And I prefer to work for myself, make my own hours. If I wanna work on a Sunday at 6 a.m., I do. And if on a Tuesday at 11 a.m., I want to curl up and read a book, I can also do that, which I appreciate a lot. I will never take it for granted. So, I studied psychology in Costa Rica and then I did my master's in sexology in Spain. There are only a handful of universities that teach sexology or sex therapy specifically. So, it was really hard to figure that out. But we're here. I made it. I have my degree. It's amazing. I grew up straight, I grew up Catholic. So religion played a big part and when I was 14 I challenged everything and I was like you know I actually don't believe in anything you've taught me so let me go ahead and read the bible and get back to you and I read the bible I didn't even finish it because I had already highlighted so many things that I disagreed that I just went back to my parents and I was like look I really don't believe in this. And I hope you can support me. And they did, even though they disagreed with me. So that's when I parted from the religion. And my parents had also told me to like wait until marriage to have sex. And if I didn't, to at least love the person and like be in love with them. And I was a child when they told me this, and I still did not agree. I was like, why do i have to be in love to have sex why can't i just have sex to have sex but i still waited for my first relationship to have sex and it was great i already knew the second i started having penetrative sex i would never stop like i knew i was gonna love it and i did but i worried so much about my body count when i was younger that i would always try to fuck people that i would continue to fuck never one night stands only ongoing things because i never wanted to increase my body count to like whatever number right i remember some of my friends had fucked 15 people and i was at three or four and i was like oh my god 15 20 are you kidding me and look at me now <laughs> it's just such an antiquated belief but i also have to challenge those beliefs and grow out of them it's all been a lot of inner work and I'm so grateful that this is my job because it correlates to my personal life so much. Everything I learn, I try to see if it applies to my personal life and how I can improve my personal sex life. So that's what I have been doing. The body count thing, I didn't actually completely get over it until recently, maybe a year or two ago, and now I couldn't care less. I think it's okay to have sex just for sex. You're still connecting with the people. You're still having intimate moments. But maybe that's it. That's where it ends. And I am okay with that. You don't have to be. Casual sex is not for everyone. I think it's a skill that you can learn. But if you don't even want to learn it, you don't have to. It's perfectly fine. So that's kind of how I was raised. But as I've grown up, my parents have grown with me. So when I told them, hey, I want to be a sexologist, they were very supportive. Now they're really supportive of everything I do. I love that. My dad literally goes to work with a lunchbox that is a tote bag. And it says, sorry, I'm late. I was masturbating. (laughs) So that's how my parents are. My grandma is 85, she's a fan, she loves to talk about sex and she's really open, so I love it. My family is really supportive and I am very thankful because some people do not have supportive families and I bet that's really hard. When I realized I was bi and I wanted to tell my parents and I knew they would be okay with it, I was still shitting my pants. It was so hard to tell them, and they reacted perfectly. It was, it was great, but I was still so scared, and I cannot imagine if you have unsupportive parents to come out to them. It must be a nightmare, and my heart goes out to everyone. Coming out is hard. Even if like you have the best family, the best friends, it's hard because you're going against the norm. So only come out if you're like physically safe to do so. You don't have to come out. You don't owe that information to anyone. You're still you. You're still queer. But I was fortunate enough to have really amazing parents and I am I love them. They're great. What else shall we talk about? What else can I tell you? Right. I grew up only dating men and it wasn't until TikTok. I owe my bisexuality to TikTok. I saw people talking about how women are attracted to other women different than men are attracted to women. And I was like, what do you mean? What? So they explained that you don't necessarily see a picture of a naked woman and react the way some men would. Oh my God, she's so hot. I want to fuck that, right? Um, But it can be more of a appreciation, worship, um, just, General adoration for women, which I have always had, but I thought it was normal. So I started watching all of these TikToks and wondering, like, hey, maybe I am bi. And then you start questioning literally everything. And I would always think I would totally explore with a woman. I really wanted to do it. So it took me a while. (laughs) and then I was like I'm not straight there's no way that I'm straight like these thoughts are not straight thoughts and people were like yeah I like my straight female friends have been like yeah I I don't have those thoughts like that doesn't happen to me so I was like okay well I guess I'm bi now I want to explore my bisexuality not that you have to and you never have to if you don't want to what I want to do it was important to me and also why not like now I get to play with so many other people if you don't have a community yet I urge you to find one you don't have to ditch your other circles but you have to have an outlet and we speak about this in some episodes it is so important to have someone to talk to that understands even if it's an online community which is what I had at first And why I'm so grateful for my page and like everything I've learned. Ideally, you can see them in person. In New York, I have found my people. I love coming here to see them, to hang out with them, to be slutty, to go to play parties. But when I'm abroad, I still keep in contact. I'm still reading. I'm still, you know, educating myself I'm still doing all the things because I would go crazy otherwise. Most of my friends there or the friends that I grew up with are either straight, monogamous, or, you know, the norm. And while I love them and they support me and they are the best, they don't fully understand. And I can't be as unhinged as I would love to be. (laughs) But it's just different. And if you know, you know. So find your community it is so important most of my bi friends are also slutty so I don't have to explain anything get weird looks or have to clarify myself everyone has had like very similar experiences and we get to grow with each other we get to bend we get to Express some concerns that other people would not understand and we get to be slutty and bisexual together, which is pretty amazing Now for my non monogamous journey when I started studying everything related to sexuality I was like, oh my god, there's people that do this. There's people that have multiple partners. I don't understand. I don't get it and Once you start learning more and more and more, because I still found it extremely fascinating, I started questioning my monogamous beliefs. Why can't I have multiple partners? Why is it wrong? And I think at some point I was practicing non-monogamy. I just didn't know that was the name. And it wasn't like I was hiding that I was dating other people. Everyone knew. We just didn't have a name for it. I was just like, yeah, I'm seeing other people. Uh, And I don't want to be exclusive. But from reading and really like sitting down and challenging everything, I came to realize that I truly do not enjoy monogamy. It's not for me. I feel trapped. My last monogamous relationship, it was like three months in. I was very happy until I went out with a friend to have breakfast. And I was flirting because that's who I am. And I then was thinking, hey, I would love to play with this person. I would love to be making out right now. And, and then I thought, oh, my partner would not like this at all. Maybe he wouldn't even like my flirting. Why? Why? can't I be fully myself why do I have to hide this part of myself I don't like this I would love to be all of me so I didn't do anything I left my breakfast and I immediately told my partner I was like this just happened and I'm feeling a little trapped can we talk about opening up Basically, I'm very upfront and we were in different countries at the time, so it obviously came as a shock and maybe I should have been more tactful, but I just had to talk about it. I did not want to hide it. I immediately was like, Hey, I feel trapped. I feel like I am in jail. I don't like not being able to be myself. If I want to flirt with someone, I want to be able to do that. That's how I found out and ever since then I was like thinking about it questioning it I just didn't know if if it was my thing or if there was some extremely sexual person that was perfect that I could you know potentially do monogamy with there isn't but it took me a while to find that out because there was some other person that I met and we really liked each other and I told him I'm non-monogamous and he was like Okay, but will you do monogamy for me? And when I got asked that, that's when I realized, honestly, no. I don't ever want to do monogamy again. Never say never, but I don't think so. It really does not align with what I believe in and my values. So, no, and please don't ask me to do that. It's just who I am. Even if I was just with one person, I would need to have the option to be with someone else even if i don't do it i would need to have that option that freedom um if not i feel too trapped i do not enjoy it so that's how i found that out and for now i practice solo polyamory i'm not saying that's what i'll do for the rest of my life for now it is what works for me i travel too much i will not trade my freedom for anything at the moment. And not that I am an asshole and do not respect anyone's boundaries. That's not the case. But I am doing my best. I think I'm practicing in a really ethical way. Consensual, obviously. Everyone knows what I'm up to. Everyone knows where I stand. And I am having the time of my life. So that is my relationship structure or style. Right now, it might change... I will let you know. You'll be the first to know and always, always happy to answer any questions. My goal for this podcast is that you also start to challenge all of those beliefs that you were taught. Challenge your monogamous beliefs. Even if you decide that you love monogamy, then you'll be 100% sure. Challenge what you think you're into and what people have told you that you should be into because they're not always the same. For example, Dr. Jana, I have heard her speak about loving gangbangs for years. When I first heard that, I was like, oh my God, that is so extreme. I would never. The 10th time I heard it, I was like, why wouldn't I? That actually doesn't sound that bad. And I started to challenge those beliefs. And later on, I was like, you know what? Having (laughs) however many men in a room with me, having their way with me, actually sounds pretty damn hot. And it was just my beliefs, the ideas that I had... That had to do with body count, self-respect, my worth, my value. How come I'm going to allow a bunch of men treat me like a piece of meat, right? Like a sexual object. But it's actually not really about that. It's about your pleasure. If you want it to be. And even if they were using you as a sexual object, why is that a bad thing? If you (laughs) want it to be, then that's great. So I had to deconstruct all of these beliefs to finally be like, Oh my God, that actually objectively sounds really attractive to me. And that's what I want you to do. <laughs> All the way from like, go and organize and have your own gangbang to masturbation is actually beautiful, healthy, and good for me. Even if I get you to discover one new thing about you, goal accomplished. I'm done. And my work here is done. I succeeded. That's what I want you to do. I want you to have all of the information reflect on the things that me and my guests speak about. And then you can create the sex life of your dreams, the relationship that you want to have with yourself and with other people. If you are dating, you will start finding partners that actually align with what you want and need and desire and vice versa I want you to learn if you're not good or compatible for someone else how to tell them and let them down easy before you waste each other's time I want you to learn how to communicate I want you to learn to have better orgasms I want you to learn to have an orgasm if you've never had one I just want you to make your life more pleasurable that is my goal and that is what I'm here to achieve. I will do my best to ask the most sincere, deep, and profound questions to my guests. You might find that I get right to it before doing the basics. But if you need the basics, I encourage you to go stalk my guest first. They probably have the basics all over the place. Or to do some research before the episode because I do like to go deep I like to get intimate, I like to get personal, I ask very specific questions, I ask very personal questions sometimes. If someone is not comfortable answering, they don't. Luckily, most people have been really open, no one's asked me to cut anything out so far. So I'm very happy, I hope you all enjoy this as much as I am. It's been really hard work, but it's also been wonderful and I'm very proud that I did it. I hustled. I got here to New York this trip and I didn't know if it was was actually going to happen. I stopped reaching out to guests before because I wasn't sure if I was doing it and then I recorded my first two episodes with Zach not knowing <laughs> what the fuck I was doing and then I was like, I actually do want to do this. And this is the time. I'll never find the perfect moment. This is it. So I started lining up guests. I found this place where I could record because no one wanted to go uptown to record what I was saying. And I did it. Like Season one is fucking done. I'm recording this after every episode this season. Almost. Maybe I'll record one more tomorrow. But like, I have it all. And I am really proud and this is your sign to start that project if you have been meaning to do so it is so rewarding i have never been this exhausted worth it worth it also i know sometimes i might speak as if you all have the same information that i have as if you all are also sexologists, sex therapists, whatever. And I do apologize for that in advance. If it seems like I assume everyone has the information or that everyone should think the way I think, that's not the case. I just get very heated sometimes when I am expressing my own opinions. So also keep in mind that Those are my opinions. While I intend to inform you and educate you, I am my own person and have opinions as well. So I do that a lot. My sister calls me out on it all the time when I fuck up in my Instagram stories. She's the best. Thank you so much. But I do apologize in advance. I'm sorry. Life is too short for mediocre sex. That's why Beducated has your fucking back. They're offering their biggest sale yet. 60% off their yearly pass. If you don't wanna commit to that, you can try the platform for free for 24 hours and see if you like it. And if you do come in and you are not enjoying it, they have a 14 day money back guaranteed. You can learn anything you wanna learn from sex positions, body image, fisting, squirting. Their squirting course Not only is it extremely informative, it also shows three people with vulvas showing you how they squirt, and they all squirt differently. And it's just mesmerizing to watch. If If you're curious, if you've ever wanted to learn about that, this is the place. You can learn about anything at Beducated. I love the platform. So go give it a shot, and again, 60% off their yearly pass and if not your money back guaranteed go try it some things about me so that you can get to know me i'm actually really short and a lot of people when they meet me in person they're like oh my god i thought you'd be taller like you give tall vibes and i'm not i'm 5'1 or 157 for those that use the metric system i love being short Mm, i have a sister who's a year and a half older and a brother who's almost four years older so I'm the baby of the house I love watching the sunrise more than the sunsets I wake up between 5 and five thirty in the morning naturally no alarm I wake up my dog we go for a walk sometimes I go swim sometimes I'm lazy and I don't do anything I have breakfast, I start working, and I only like to work for a few hours a day because I love my freedom, like I've said. So I work um, maybe four hours, sometimes less, sometimes more. And then I have a lot of free time. I love to read either thrillers, smut, or nonfiction, which is mostly sexuality books, sometimes self-help or business or something like that, but mostly um, sexuality books. I hope I write a book one day, it's in my to-do list. I would be very proud if I can ever call myself a self-published author. That would be really, really amazing. I think sneezing is oddly satisfying, but yawning is kind of annoying. And I don't like doing things that don't bring me joy. I love smiling and feeling happy I feel like when I was younger I would like hope for a tragedy or like find ways to complain or be miserable be sad and now it's a complete opposite like I only want to surround myself with happy people obviously I have shitty days I have bad body days even though I've been working on my body image for so long body confidence and I have it but I still have days where I'm like, no, everything's wrong. And then on those days, I decide to take care of myself. Okay, that's how I'm feeling and that's okay. What does my body need? It's not like, oh my God, I suck. I'm the worst. How come I'm having a bad body day? No, it's like, okay, that's fine. What do you need to my body, obviously? And I'm not perfect. Sometimes I'm really sad I'm not saying I'm like the happiest person alive all the time but most of the time and it literally has changed my life. I think I've said a lot and not that much sex related what else my relationship with masturbation was I think someone told me to do it when I was like 12 And I didn't know what I was doing. And I asked him, how do I do this? And he was like, just Google it or something. Like he didn't know either. He just found it hard that I would try to masturbate. And that was like with my hands because I actually found out about masturbation without knowing the word when I was a child in a jacuzzi or a pool or in water With like the jets from the pool or the jacuzzi, I would place them on my genitals and I would call orgasms the part where you can't speak. (laughs) And I just knew that was pleasurable. And to this day, I still use water to masturbate sometimes. It feels so good. So I've done it throughout my whole life. But it wouldn't be talked about. No one talked about it in my house or in school. Like in school, you know, guys masturbate, they joke about it. But women, mm-mm, mm-mm, hush, hush, we don't say that. And when I had my first boyfriend, I think it was like the third time we were having sex and he got me a little bullet vibrator that says real batteries. This wasn't 2015 my first year of college and he was like I want us to use it together but I was too ashamed so I would only use it on my own and I was never too worried about having an orgasm and I'm still not when I have sex because I enjoy it so much the act the intimacy the connection what I'm doing I'm also feeling pleasure so I've never been too worried about having an orgasm and with my first boyfriend I never did I really never did we fucked like bunnies and I never had an orgasm also because I wouldn't let him go down on me I don't know why I was ashamed because I grew up and thought it was nasty and disgusting and my vulva was gross it's not by the way it's beautiful she's perfect love you so i wouldn't let him go down on me and so we'd only do pnv sex and i i liked it but like i would never come and then slowly i started loosening up but i still would never come i only recently started coming with other people max two years ago maybe not even that it's hard if you're (laughs) identifying i'm with you i wouldn't be able to say what I needed what I wanted when someone would go down on me after 30 seconds and that's being generous I'd be like thanks that's enough let's do something else right I'm good with letting people finger me but letting people go down on me obviously it's easier now but it's still hard sometimes and I'm always like thinking my god do I taste good do I smell I even do like a little taste test to see Um, because I guess some of those beliefs that, you know, vulvas are nasty and should smell like flowers are still really, really deep in me. My sex life is not perfect. I actively work on it. I work really hard, I believe. I go out of my comfort zone and I can confidently say right now that it's really good. I have really good sex, honestly, but it takes work. And I hope you're here because you're ready to do the work. It's worth it. It's amazing. For some, it's easier than for others. But ultimately, the choice is up to you. And the journey is yours. It's your call if you want to embark on it or not. I did, and I'm never looking back. So, the bullet that was my first toy. And then I never mutually masturbated until I started learning about sex, honestly, when I started studying it. And Emily Morris would talk about that a lot, mutual masturbation. So I was like, maybe I should try it. And I tried it with some other partner and I was like, oh, this is great because then I could finally come because I was touching myself and I know exactly how to make myself come. Um, And obviously you've all seen my toy collection. It's gigantic i have so many toys now it's amazing if you've never had a toy please go get yourself one i have like codes for every single brand so just ask me i'll give you a code i also help people find like the right toy because there's endless options so just send me a dm an email whatever you want and i'll help you out so yeah don't go out there thinking that i'm some sex goddess or like i never make mistakes i do please don't cancel me I will fuck up. I will. And but I'm doing my best. I never want to hurt anyone, offend anyone. I really don't mean to be hurtful or hateful towards anyone. If I am, or if I'm not inclusive enough, please call me out in a nice way and I will apologize. I will amend it if I can. I am always trying to do my best, but I'm human. Please never forget that. I think that's enough for an introduction episode. I love you all. I am so happy you're here. I am ready for everyone to get in bed with me and then turn off the lights.